Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSB Magazine. You're listening to a new The Changemaking Podcast with Chloe Mestagi. Each episode will introduce an area of technology that needs work and highlight the changemakers working on it. Join Chloe and guests as they tap into their passion about equity and rights for all. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. Welcome to another episode of the Change Making Podcast on ITSP Magazine. My name is Chloe Mustagi, and with me today, I have Cheryl Biswas, who is the advisor and founding member of the Diana Initiative. And today, we're going to talk about the Diana Initiative and why it's so important and how you can get involved. Cheryl, welcome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me and uh, for representing us here today. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so thrilled to have you on here and the Diana Initiative. I am a huge fan of the whole conference and organization <laughs> as a whole. So let's dive into the first thing. For those that aren't aware of what Diana Initiative is, do you mind talking a little bit about the history and where it is today? Sure. So what we are is a conference that's committed to helping all those who are underrepresented in information security. What we'd like to do, our aim is to help create a more inclusive information security industry. So Diana Initiative is this conference that is diversity driven and committed to helping people of all genders and sexualities and races and cultures who want to be in this field and and share our passion and our enthusiasm for it. And our hope is that through the events that we're running and the things we're doing, we're helping you to be elevated. We're inspiring you and we're supporting you so that you can build your career at every stage. And we offer guidance or support with regard to education. It's about collaboration because we can't do this by ourselves. It's, It's, we're, we like to say this, we're better together. We focus on online resources that may be of help and the power of actually getting to be together as a group. There's a, a special energy and a synergy that happens when we come together. And I know the past two years have been hard, but big news, we are going to be live this year in Vegas. It is going to be a reunion and we are, <laughs> you tell, I'm so excited, but I think so many people are going to be so excited about this. So um, I'll get, I'll get those dates to you in just a second, but what we offer as a conference are speaker tracks. This year we've got two and we really like to encourage the growth of people in this field. So we, we invite new speakers. If you've never done this before, we're really friendly. We offer mentoring. We want to see what your, your great ideas are. What are your thoughts? What, what do you have to tell us? And we have a career village. Now that, oh, if anybody's been to a career village and if you've been to our career village, then you know what a difference this can make. Sometimes it's just that step into your, your dream opportunity. And it's where you can bring your questions about where do I go from here or Does anybody know somebody so that I can get started or can I even do this? But it's a wonderful resource. It will help you with resumes, 
you'll meet people, you'll come away, I believe anyway, feeling recharged and ready to go out there and take charge of your career, your success, because you deserve it. We've got the coolest, I think so anyway, badge soldering and maker village. Every year I'm amazed at the badges that we, we have available. And, and it's so much fun to learn how to do this. And we have a capture the flag village. That's just some of what our offerings are. And there's more details, lots more details, of course, on, on our website. So for the actual live event, that's going to be in August, August 10th and 11th. So it's a two-day event. And we're hosting it at the Westin Las Vegas Hotel and Spa, which is where we were previously in 2019. It was lovely because we had the whole space and it was it was a little oasis away from all the excitement that is Hacker Summer Camp. And if you want to come and stay at the Westin, you can book your hotel rooms using a, a link on our website. And if you do it for three days, you get to save. We've also got tickets are available now. And we've made them so that they're, they're affordable. Yes, you can pay us a lot more money and we will be very happy to take it. <laughs> but we also realize this isn't an easy time for a lot of people. So we are offering free tickets for people who are unemployed or underemployed. It's for students, because everybody remembers what it was like in student days. Uh, military veterans, whom thank you so much for your service and what you've done for us. We want you to come join us and be part of something amazing. And we'll be doing promotional events. So follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, LinkedIn, I believe on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook, sorry. So <laughs> I can only say that. And then we are also planning a virtual event for July 16th. And I think everybody's had a, a lot of experience now being part of or helping to possibly run a virtual event. And we'll have more information available on that. Um, and that is pretty much it for just talking about the, the live event coming up. Oh, I know what I forgot to tell you. And this is very exciting too. To follow up on our speakers, our call for proposals, our CFP has just opened. So please check our website, which is dianainitiative.org, and you can find all the information and details you need there. There's 20-minute talks or 50-minute speaking slots, and one submission can make you eligible for either the virtual or the in-person event, or for both of them. The key date for you right now is March the 14th. That's when we opened April the 25th. So April the 25th is when round one closes. And then May the 30th is when round two closes. And again, just follow us on social media online and you can track those dates. But seriously, if you've got an idea, we'd like, we would love to hear from you. And everything you need is right there on the site to get your submissions in. Yeah, I, I remember the first time I went to Diana Initiative, it was in 20... I want to say 2018 summer and I came in and I went to the, it was my first year in InfoSec pretty much. So, and I went to the career village. I got my resume done, um, but also I got <laughs> headshots taken, which was fantastic. Oh, yes. And I got let in for free. Cause I like, I volunteered for like an hour or even less than an hour, but it was <laughs> because it was like end of day. And I came in like, Oh, 
I never heard about this event, but I heard it's really open and it would be nice to go somewhere where it's open. Cause I just remember going to black hat and just feeling so overwhelmed by just mere fact that there was hardly anyone who looks like me in the room. And I just remember <laughs> like going there. I was just like, Oh wow. Are we even invited? Like, is this, is, am I in the wrong place? Um, I thought it was a gentleman's <laughs> club. Um, but it, I just remember that and just feeling overwhelmed and, and just, you know, and then you go in Diana yeah. initiative and you just, the energy is so, it's so relaxing. You could be yourself. Yeah. You don't have That's to, it. you don't feel <laughs> overall like overwhelmed. You just feel comforted and accepted. Like you shared earlier, it's a happy place. It is, it has great energy. Um, yeah. And I remember that the following year, I was so excited to go back to Diana Initiative and I actually got to speak there and, you know, and I got to go to the badge station and I just <laughs> loved it. Like whenever I think about Diana Initiative, it, it plays such a huge role, I would say in my career by knowing that there's conferences like Diana Initiative that exist. And I think that's what makes it so important and empowering and seeing it, how it's expanded and evolved, you know, over the past few years, it's, it's so great that it's doing that. It's helping the community evolve as well. Thank you so much. That, that is music to my ears. And really this is, this is where it came from was that desire to make something that we wished we could find and we could go to uh, that place where we wished we could just sit down and, and breathe and feel welcome. And uh, you didn't, you didn't have this um, sense of being crushed in a, a crowd of uh, black t-shirts and I'm not that I have anything <laughs> against black t-shirts, but it, it is overwhelming. You've got 25, 30,000 hackers filling wow. these hallways and, everything's in a, in a rush and you have to get from one space to another. And really what you'd like to do is just sit down and have a really good conversation with somebody who's coming at this with the same kinds of experiences or feelings that you are. And that is, that is what we do. And we wanted people to be able to talk openly and honestly and, and safely in, in an environment that was calming and relaxing and, uh, I think that that we've achieved that. I remember when um, when we had the venue at the the Westin for the first time, and it felt so open and so spacious, and just seeing, I loved it. My one of my very favorite things is uh, seeing the groups of attendees just pull up benches or pull up chairs and settle in for these wonderful magical conversations that only seem to ever happen at these events, and you make these. Well, we've heard about them. <laughs> these, these lasting friendships, these incredible um, opportunities and life-changing get-togethers. That, that's what, you know, we hope happens for so many people because that's what we're hearing is happening. And I, I really <laughs> just love to see people smiling and relaxed and enjoying themselves and hearing like squeals of delight as, you know, they reconnect, they haven't seen each other for a year. And then they invite somebody that they just met to come and join their group and boom, it yeah. doesn't get any better. It really yeah. doesn't. Exactly. Like it, it's always nice to see familiar faces when you go there. And I also, for everyone who, who's 
planning on attending or is thinking about attending and you're unemployed or you're thinking about leaving a company, I honestly, in the past, I'll be honest, I have looked at the companies of who sponsored and I'll only apply to those companies. I kid you not, because it's like, the, <laughs> you know, that they're supporting, you know, that they're trying to yeah. support people that are marginalized to be recognized and, and to be able to work in an office. And it's just like, it's really good to see that. And so like, you know, for people take advantage of that career village and also take a look at the sponsors and it, it really you know, it, it seals the deal when you see companies that are willing to sponsor a conference that is so incredibly rewarding for so many folks in the industry who's ever felt isolated or alone. I cannot say thank you enough, honestly. And we have sponsors who come back to us year after year, sponsors who were with us from pretty much the start of things. This wouldn't happen without that that foundation and that that boost. They they lift us up. They allow us to afford the cost of a great venue that will make people have that extraordinary experience who, who will dream their dreams and then realize them. That, that's what's happening here. So to, to all of our sponsors, past, present, and future, you're part of something enormous. You don't even, you may, you may think um, you understand the extent of what you're doing, but I'm just going to tell you, no, it's it's greater than that. And we are just so grateful, so appreciative, and so excited to have you on board. Yep. And and now I also know that you know Diana Initiative would never happen besides the sponsorship, but volunteers. There's so many volunteers that make this a reality and to make it. So such an yeah. ease for people that are attending or people that are speaking or, or brand new people that mm -hmm. are coming in the door and are just overwhelmed and feeling maybe a little shy. Like all the volunteers are there to just be like, hey, you got this. We're here. How can I help? What can I do for you? <laughs> and it's just like, it's just so great. You like walk in the door and you're like, this is the best customer service I've ever had. And they're all volunteers um, at oh. the end of the day. Absolutely. Oh, I love them. I love the energy. So we, I mean, a lot of groups do. We have our, our Slack and our different channels and the, the energy that comes from the people, from our volunteers and our, our members, it is contagious. It is powerful. One of the, one of the beautiful things I saw last year was during our second uh, vir virtual event. And, and it's hard to run an event, but it was even more challenging, I think, to run a virtual event because you're not getting that in-person excitement. And I think at that point in time too, we were all wondering, when is this, when is this going to end? When can we go back to what we used to do? And I I love how supportive the messages back and forth on Slack were. I wanted to share a little glimpse of the behind the scenes with everybody so so that you could understand how beautiful it was. I was seeing and people saying to each other, hey, you did great. Or if there was something coming up, it's like, oh, don't worry. We have got that. And there would be these, these virtual high fives and hugs. I've never really seen anything like that. And it was powerful and it was positive. And, and you, you could feel it through the words and through, through the emoji after running two extraordinary days of this event. Uh, I love 
the people on our team more than I even have words to say. And I have lots of words. So how can people get involved? I know that there's, there's volunteering like online for your virtual event on July 16th. And then you have one for Diana initiative, which I believe it was on August 10th. It's two days to so the 10th and 11th, yes, right? That's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how can people get involved to volunteer? All right. We'll get, we will be getting the volunteer information out um, in a little bit. Uh, it's still a, a bit early. We're working on coordinating that. We'll have a, a sign-up sheet and we'll get, we'll have the, we'll gather the important information from you so that we can carefully uh, vet people. We want to make sure that we do this the right way. So <laughs> we have a, a good process in place. If anybody has uh, signed up with us before, you're familiar with our, our volunteer sign-up program and you, you get to let us know what your strengths are, what your experiences, what would you like to be doing to help us out? Because we, we really want it to be a wonderful experience for our volunteers, for our attendees, for our speakers. So yes, um, just watch our social media. We'll, we'll be having the call for volunteers coming out pretty soon. And then there's, of course the um, call for proposals for, for those who would like to speak. There are the uh, sponsors and we'll have different events for raising uh, donations because individual donations matter just as much to us. And we've seen extraordinary generosity and it, it's really exciting and encouraging to constantly be reaffirmed by the community that we're doing a good job and we're making a difference. Yep, definitely on that front. And then when it comes to the sponsorships, is there a certain uh, like different tiers or levels mm-hmm. that companies can do? Oh, absolutely. We have um, a prospectus which outlines it. So uh, it's on our website so that you can see what the different levels are and what can come with them so that it will make it uh, a good choice for you and for your organization. It's a good range of uh, giving levels and opportunities to talk about what you have to offer as an organization and become part of the event. Excellent. And then what about uh, nonprofits? There's so many nonprofits also within tech and InfoSec that may want to get involved. How can they help Diana Initiative? Um, well, we have, I think it's called the, um, there's Benevity Giving, where, where you can do matching gift programs or matching donation programs. We're running a, uh, trying to run a student scholarship program. We have uh, some uh, PayPal giving. Does that, is that along the lines of what you were asking? Yeah, no, that and, and then, you know, also people that are in other nonprofits, they can always volunteer too. We would love that. Yeah. We have so many. Yeah. I love the other nonprofits and organizations that are in this sphere. And, and I think I'm just always inspired by the work that they're doing and the more the merrier, like we'd said before. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what is your favorite thing about the Diana Initiative? You have to pick <laughs> only one thing. I know that's hard, but what is your favorite thing about the Diana Initiative? 
Oh my gosh. It is, it is that feeling that you belong here. That's the best way I can describe it. Like you walk in and it's like, I found where I should be. Yeah. I want to, yeah, that it's, it's, um, it's not quite the sense of home. It's just the sense of this is where I belong. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) and everything just goes from there. Yeah. No, I I think I would say that that's probably my favorite thing too, as well. It's just knowing that, you know, the Diana issue, you literally walk in those doors and it feels like all the weight of your, are off your shoulders from attending like black hat or DEF CON. You just feel, <laughs> you feel like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's very accepting and it's and, so good to see, you know, people that are like yourself and share similar backgrounds being in the same room with you. That's so hard yeah. to find at conferences. It is. And I think maybe the same that feeling I love being able to make people welcome maybe that would be the only other the other thing next to that is being able to be there on the floor welcoming people to the conference and (laughs) greeting them with a smile sometimes there's a hug yeah but yeah making that happen See, that's, that's a good way. I mean, you know, I, it's one of those things when I look back at all the conferences I've been to at the end of the day, the Diana initiative, I always, I always could be myself. Like I don't have to worry or stress. I don't have to put up walls around me or anything. It just, you feel safe to yourself. I'm thrilled. That's all I want. That's everything right there. Thank you. And, and hopefully one of those days, most of the conferences around InfoSec will be like that one day. I think we can teach each other. We can learn from each other. We are, we are evolving as a community. I have a lot of hope for where we are going from here. I've seen good things and I, I choose to focus on the good even though my job is about worrying about everything all the time. (laughs) This is a really good outlet for being an optimist and a positive source. I feel like every time someone's like, how do you work in cybersecurity? It's so like, it's so dark and gloomy. I'm like, well, you got to have a little bit of light in the darkness. Um, There we uh, go. Yeah. See, you would never appreciate the light if you weren't in darkness. How about that? Couldn't have said it better. (laughs) So what are some other things that people should take away from the Diana initiative? Like say, for example, they, it's going to be their first time in Las Vegas summer camp week, which um, for those that aren't aware, that usually means this one week that's all info sec basically in Las Vegas. So you have B sides, Las Vegas, you have black hat, you have the Diana initiative, and then you have also DEF CON. And then we also had mm-hmm. queer con. So it's like a yes. whole week of all these conferences for everyone in InfoSec. So you have the, you know, people that are more in the corporate scene having their conferences. And then to the, the hacker scene, there's plenty of mm-hmm. conferences for them. And then there's the ones in between. Um, what what yeah. recommendations do you have for people that are going to be going for the first time? Oh, first of all, welcome. 
Oh my gosh. I remember my first time and it is, it is amazing. So pace yourself, be prepared to, uh, don't try to do everything all in one big fell swoop. Put some, put some things, your, your, make a little wish list, uh, connect and also identify people that you are going to know there and find the times and the places where you can connect. Uh, I would say if you think you're going to be walking around outside in the heat to get from spot A to spot B, think carefully. It is incredibly hot. So you want to stay air conditioned as much as possible. They're used to, and there's probably still will be the B-sides shuttle bus, which helps bring you in air conditioned comfort from the different venues. Water. Water, water, water. <laughs> you need it. So just bring your refillable water bottle with you. And, and there are fountains and things that you can use, but you need to stay hydrated. And you need to sit down and take a pause. And whether you do that by yourself or with, with a friend or a new friend, that's up to you. But just let yourself catch up on the rest because you don't realize how much energy you're burning until you are exhausted. And then you might miss out on some of the fun stuff. And we always say this, most of the talks are recorded. They're wonderful, it's fun to sit in on them, but make the time to do actual face-to-face -face time. There's nothing like lobby con or striking up a conversation with somebody who's standing next to you. And then three hours later, you will have had the most incredible journey down a rabbit hole that you could have ever wished for. That's the, the magical thing that happens at these events. Check out some of the, uh, the villages. If you've never done it, lock picking is enormous fun and they sell beginner lock pick kits. And honestly, you, um, you may want to invest in a set of lock pick earrings. I'm really glad I did. <laughs> they got me into an apartment at three o'clock in the morning when I had left my keys behind, oh, in the United States and I was in Canada. Uh, there's also opportunities to learn many new things. Uh, one of them is capture the flag. And there's, there's different ones that are offered at different levels. And you can check through the online agendas of the different uh, events that are happening. But this is a great opportunity to learn something new. And, and there's very friendly people who are leading many of these events that you can they, they know that newcomers and un, un, inexperienced people are going to be trying to do this and they want you to come and learn because we are totally a learning community. So be prepared, bring, bring a list of not everything, but of some of the things you most want. Make a list of the, the top two or three talks you want to catch so that you know what time and where to go. Remember, it's a, a lot of ground to cover. So you need to leave enough time when you're trying to get to your events. And Again, one more time, water. <laughs> you need to stay hydrated. Um, there's lots of good advice online about managing your own security, not, you know, be, be, very, be very wary of the hotel Wi-Fi, especially <laughs> since this is a hacker con. Uh, there's good advice on what not to do so that you can keep your information and your identity safe and uh, that you can just relax and have a really good time. Yeah. Say goodbye to your Bluetooth headphones. Don't do that. <laughs> Turn Bluetooth off. You do, you're going to have to, if you want to listen to music, it's going to have to be, you know, wired in. Um, mm -hmm. 
Uh, and definitely on that, you be careful when walking around, you know, with your shoes, it's hot outside. I remember my first day arriving in Las Vegas for B size Las Vegas. And I was walking around at night and I was wondering why the bottom of my feet were so hot and underneath oh. my chucks, they melted from the sidewalk. <laughs> so take care of yourself and don't walk around in chuck in, in hot weather. Um, and also follow the three, two, one rule, which we have is like, take one shower a day, get at least two meals in and sleep for at least three hours. And that's just the bare minimum to just to survive and just plan on when you get home that mm-hmm. you will not hear your alarm the next day. You will just be, <laughs> and you need about for a day. few days. Yeah. You <laughs> need like three days to recover. You just will sleep a lot. So I remember, uh, when flying out of Vegas, um, I don't remember landing. I just remember sitting in my seat and then I remember I landed and, uh, I was like, wow, I must be tired. <laughs> so oh, it's massive, especially yeah. with the time change. If you're coming from the East coast to it's a three hour time difference. And so it, it's going to hit you the next, it, just don't plan to do anything productive the next day. Sleeping is your best bet. Yeah. <laughs> one, one full day of recovery for sure. And, and then, yeah, oh, go for it. I was going to say, uh, OPSEC, operational, you know, security, make sure that you're aware of where you are, what your surroundings are. If you're carrying anything that is of value, have it tucked away because you are in a place that is very busy, very crowded. If, if you were anywhere that was busy and crowded, the same kind of rules apply. Don't go, don't go off by yourself yes. in a place that you don't know. It's just good sense. Have a buddy, have a buddy system. Yeah, wherever yes. you go, any event, at least know one person there. And mm-hmm. always, always never leave your drink unattended. No matter what your gender is, it's happened to, I would say it's happened to women. It's happened to non-binary. It has happened to men. Um, someone slipping something in your drink. So everyone just see yourself as a potential target and keep your glass covered and don't accept drinks from anyone. Just go to the bar and get it yourself. At the end of the day, be safe. It is Vegas after all. (laughs) Yes. And that is just really, really good advice. Like we say, uh, trust no one. (laughs) This, This would apply. Be optimistic and be paranoid (laughs) at the same time. (laughs) There you go. There we go. (laughs) And you'll survive. But it is, it's a lot of fun. You know, all the scare and all that. It is, it is a lot of fun. Like there's not, I, every time you're leaving, you're always wishing that, you know, you're looking forward to the next year. And, you know, it's just, it's something that everyone looks forward to. And people come from all around the world to be there. I do. I wish you, for those who this will be your first in-person event, my gosh, I, I wish you the best time and be prepared to make some incredible memories. You're going to love it. Love it. Well, thank you, Cheryl, so much for being on the podcast with me. And for everyone who's interested in learning more about the Diana Initiative, the links are below. And, you know, get involved. Everyone can get involved. You can volunteer. You can sponsor. You can attend. You can submit a talk. But most importantly, get the word out there. The Diana Initiative is is probably one of the best conferences around the world that is so inclusive. 
you feel like you belong there and you don't feel like the only one in the room. I love it. Yes, we want you. I can't wait to meet you. Come on over. Yep. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it. Thank you again, Cheryl. Thank you so much, Chloe. Bye, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Changemaking Podcast with Chloe Mestagi. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPMagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.